This episode of the Feel for the Game podcast is brought to you by 19.9. Visit 19.9.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your college apparel needs, including some of the softest shirts you can buy, and now they even have college retro shorts with pockets. A great find for all you coaches out there. So visit 19.9.com and get geared up. In this episode of the Feel for the Game podcast, we talked to Kefri Fazio, assistant men's basketball coach at Seattle Pacific University. Coach talks about his transition from coaching high school basketball into college. Now let's get to the podcast. We're here with Kefri Fazio, assistant men's basketball coach at Seattle Pacific University. Really appreciate you being on tonight, Coach. We're going to talk about your transition from coaching high school into college, but before we get into that, if you could just Fill us in on your coaching background. Sure. Uh, first, thanks for having me. Um, my background, coaching-wise, um, I started coaching high school basketball when I got out of college, assistant coaching, trying to get your foot in the door, you know. Um, got my first head coaching job at a school called West Seattle High School. Um, it's uh, in the Seattle area with a pretty heavy – uh, basketball league coached there for six years won some games um, and then uh, just this past year was my first year at Seattle Pacific um, I got an um, opportunity to go join that staff there with coach Leap Grant Leap um, great great guy great coach asked me to come jump on with him and help out uh, this past year was our was my first year with them uh, it was a blast um, and here we are now trying to trying to get into year number two with, you know, fighting a pandemic. So hopefully, hopefully things get better um, and we can get at, get after another year. Got a group coming back next year. So um, that's kind of where we are right now. Well, excited to learn more about this topic tonight. Over this quarantine, we started Feel for the Game. And you're one of the guys, I, I guess one of the entrepreneurs, uh, just one of the first guys that really – started following us and uh, following stuff on Twitter and did some zooming in calls and, and you were on so many of those starting out. Uh, we eventually had you on one too. So really enjoyed connecting with you and learning from you and, and just talking hoops. So excited to learn even more tonight. What are some of the differences between high school and college? What are some things you can tell us about? Um, well, I mean, there's some obvious things. Um, you know, that, that go into it, obviously, you know, dealing with the college kid, but uh, there's a, there's a few things as a high school, you know, as a high school coach, um, you know, you're, and I, I worked in the building for six years at the high school I, I coached at. So, you know, you're working with kids, you know, not only at practice, but, you know, during the school day um, and there's much more, um, you know, time spent, you know, outside of the basketball kind of arena, you know, you're helping with grades and checking in with teachers and talking to families a bunch. Um, in college, obviously that's a little bit different. There's still the interaction outside of the court and you still, you know, you still kind of track grades and, and, you know, make sure kids are, are staying up with their professors and stuff. But, um, there's a lot more independence for the college student athlete. And, and as kind of coaches, you, you kind of want to, give them some independence also. So there's a little bit of, 
you know, that relationship is still strong in different ways, but, you know, one, one big thing I know in a lot of, a lot of uh, high school coaches, well, this will resonate with them for sure. But, um, and I don't mean this to be a, um, a, a saying this negatively at all, but, um, you know, dealing with parents um, in the high school level, whether it's, you know, coaching high school basketball or even club ball, you know, um, parents are very protective of their kids and their experiences, whether they have a good gripe or not. Um, you know, they're very involved in a 16, 17 year old kid's life. Um, and, and in many ways it's, it's their, you know, it's, it's their right to do that. In college, you know, you're, you, you don't deal with parents um, too much. And uh, at least I think at SPU, we're, we're lucky. I think our staff does a good job of coaching the kid and treating the, or I guess coaching the young men, um, in a manner that doesn't warrant, um, the, you know, the, the need for a parent to want to come in and say their two cents. So that's another big difference. Um, but again, those are pretty obvious. I mean, I think you, we all can understand dealing with a 23 year old compared to a 16 year old, uh, you know, parents probably don't feel the need to, to, you know, ask why my kid isn't playing. There's a lot of dynamics that go into that, you know, scholarships. If your kid's on a scholarship and we're, to be on the basketball team, it doesn't necessarily mean he gets to play basketball, but he's on the team or in high school, it's a little bit different because, you know, it's still youth sports and, and there's that dynamic in play too. Um, the access that you get to have with your uh, athletes in college is a lot more in depth. Um, you know, there's film sessions, there's, you know, meetings and stuff. You can't tax kids too much because they've already got so much on it. Um, so in college, you know, you get deeper into game prep and practices and, and um, kind of asking maybe a little bit more out of the out of the student athlete as far as performance goes. Where in high school, you have to kind of strike that balance. Um, and, you know, you know, coaches at the high school level have to kind of, you know, weigh the you know, if you're, we were at a high, I was at a high school that we were, we were pretty good. We weren't, the, we weren't the best, but we were definitely a competitive team. So, you know, we had to kind of push a little bit to give our guys an opportunity to compete or win or, you know, ha, ha, you know, kind of feel that fire for them to be their best. You know, a lot of high school coaches, you know, are there for their great experience too. So, uh, you know, that's probably one of the biggest things. And then I kind of alluded to this a second ago, but scholarships, just the dynamic of scholarships and, and, and guys being on scholarship adds a, a very interesting dynamic too when it comes to how you interact with your, with your players, college and high school. So those are a few things um, that come to mind. You know, obviously there's a travel, um, you know, taking – taking kids on or taking, taking guys on planes and hotels. I mean, there's, there's things like that that you have to kind of navigate, but those are the few things that are pretty obvious when you make that move to college. Yeah. You talk about as a high school coach, we have access to our players, not just in basketball, but we have a lot of these guys in our own classes. And mm -hmm. so we see them in the hallways. We see them interacting with, teachers and other students so uh, how challenging is it to build relationships with college student athletes outside of basketball are there anything that you and your staff do that really helps with that 
Yeah. Um, I mean, Coach Leap has been coaching uh, – sort of just finished his fourth year at head coach – or excuse me, fifth year head coach at uh, SPU, I think. Um, he's done a great job kind of cultivating kind of that relationship. We're a Division two school. Um, we're good, and we like to win a lot of basketball games, but we also understand that, you know, all, all, most of our guys aren't going to play, play basketball after um, college – and there's some perspective there. So we spend a lot of time, uh, especially during the preseason. Now this year it's going to look a little bit different because of the you know, current situation we're all kind of going through. But we'll do retreats or we'll get away for a weekend, kind of extend a weekend and spend a lot of time doing things that are, are not basketball. Um, you know, we'll, um, you know, sit around in groups and talk about, you know, some very personal things, some fun things. And just find ways to kind of get through the some of the stuff that just kind of gets in the way when you when you get into the season and you're just so focused on winning and performing. I think that's a really big uh, it's a really big deal. Uh, that's nothing. I'm sure a lot of programs do that. And also during the season too, when you know we get into the thick of conference play and it's. You know, it's the middle of the quarter. You know, guys are taking tests at midnight on the road. Um, just under, just understanding that they're going through that and having those check-in with them, having those check-ins with them about what they're going through, um, I think goes a long way. Those conversations and interactions can they go a lot further and they sustain because you're working with kind of a more mature young man and. Uh, you know, it's almost like less is more with those older guys because they, you know, they're just a little older and they kind of, they, they can kind of form that relationship a little bit quicker. Obviously there's a level of trust and stuff that needs to be built, but um, it's challenging. I mean, I, it, it, I think in high school, college, it's the, the biggest thing. Um, if you want your, your guys to be good or be on board, it's, it's a trust thing. You know, they got to know, that you care about them first before, you know, before you run any set and any play and any games for you. And that's going to be the, the pillar for any successful program. Now you're right on, regardless of what level we coach at high school, college professional, it's all about building those relationships and the trust with your players and everybody in the organization. Love what you said about the retreats and the team bonding things you called those check-ins. Uh, but ultimately it's just reading the pulse of your team. Uh, you talked about some things that you did in season and out of season. So that stuff's great. Uh, really good stuff on the differences between high school and college. We're going to transition into some of the similarities. So would you care to talk about that? Sure. Um, one of the things that kind of struck me in kind of right away was you know, after, you know, after the first few days of practice or workouts uh, last year, um, you know, you, you start to realize when you're working with your guys, whether it's, you know, you're working in a team setting or it's small groups or, you know, just, you know, talking to a drill or something, it really, it really just gets back to your coaching basketball. And it's not much different than what you were doing, what I was doing a couple of years ago in high school, you know, and, and it's not much different than all, a lot of high school coaches are doing right now, what you guys are doing at your schools. And, and I would even say, and I, I think our, our program is, I'm, I'm very proud of our program and what we teach things. I think we're, 
I think we're pretty good. Um, we're not the best, but I think we're pretty good. Basketball is basketball. Uh, I know when I coached high school, I always was wondering, you know, a, a lot of high school coaches, you want to go to the colleges around your area to right, to just to kind of see what they're doing. And, uh, and you, you go in there and you obviously pick up some new stuff because, you know, college coaches are smart. Division one coach, you know, smart. Everybody's, they're all super smart. They're getting paid because they're smart and they're good men. But there's always a few times, I bet, that you go, you know what, we, we do that. Hey, this is just like, you know, this drill, that drill. This is just like this play. You know, and um, so the similarities overlap. Uh, and it's hard to – it's hard as a high school coach if you're wanting to make the jump to, to college. It's hard to always know if you're doing things right. You can study film. You can watch DVDs or, you know, YouTube to figure out stuff. And But it's, it's, it's nice to get those check-ins when you go to those practices and one of the similarities is, you know, basketball is basketball. It really is. Um, now, again, you get to go a little deeper in college and you probably can push a little harder. And uh, how, how quickly, you know, your the, the college team can pick something up is probably going to be a little bit faster than how your high school team can pick it up because, you know, you're starting four men in high school as your quarterback and, you know, he doesn't play basketball year round. So, Again, the stuff that you're emphasizing and teaching, uh, man, it's 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 very similar. Um, so I don't know if 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 high school coaches do that in your guys' area. I'm sure they do, but yeah, it sure is. The getting getting your team to go would be would be great. Um, it, it, it nothing teaches our you know the high school player our guys nothing teaches them better than watching their you know kind of. Um, kind of their, their, their seniors doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like watching college dudes get after and do that. And, and college coaches, uh, from my experience, they, they, they like having high school coaches come in their gym and check things out. So um, the first time I ever did it, I just, I emailed the coach and um, uh, got an email back and said, yep, we practiced this, this, and this. And I then couldn't keep me out of that gym. So um I strongly recommend doing that if, if, if high school coaches don't do that. It's a great way to kind of see if you're doing things online. And I promise you there's stuff that you're doing right now with your, your kids that, you know, they're doing in college too. So it's just a cool way to, you know, check out on some of those celebrities. Yeah, we always like to go watch some college practices before our high yeah. school season begins mm-hmm. and because they usually kick things off a little sooner. And yep. um, I, I usually take that last Friday off before we kick off practice that Monday and I'll go watch a college practice and not necessarily to pick up all kinds of new drills. I mean, anytime you can get those, it's great, but I think just getting you in the right frame of mind and seeing how they do things and seeing the pace they go. Uh, And and then of course, if you can take your high school players and watch a college practice, man, just the talking, the communication, the speed of it, that's so valuable. But if they're watching, you know, one of the top players in the conference do it at practice, you know, best believe on next practice, they're going to, you know, they're going to be chomping at the bit to go, to go do it too. So no doubt. Yeah. I, I think you, you summed it up with the similarities. I love how you said that you said basketball is basketball. So whether we're coaching high school, college, professional, regardless of the level, basketball is basketball. And I think the pandemic has united us all. And it, it's really, it's humbled me in a way, knowing that I'm just a high school coach and 
I've been able to connect with college coaches like you and, and we've been able to learn from professional coaches all across the country. So basketball's basketball. I love the way you put that. Have a kind of a tough question here for you as we transition here, but what are some things that really worked well for you in high school that maybe you tried your first year in college and wasn't quite as easy as it was in high school. I know that's a tough question, but would you care sure. to answer that? Absolutely. Um, well, kind of going back a little bit to my high school coaching, um, the league I coached in, um, it's called the Seattle Metro League. It has some really, really good basketball history and pedigree. A um, couple of kids, uh, the Paulo Banchero kid goes to O'Day High School right now. He's going to Duke. There's a kid from uh, one of our city schools going to Kentucky. He just transferred to Wasatch Academy, but he's from the Seattle area. And there's been Brandon Roy and um, Nate Robinson, and the list is uh, very, very long. Um, having my, my, my skills tested, if you will, in that league um, kind of taught me pretty quickly on what was going to work and, and what might not work. Going into college, one of the things, uh, one of the things I, I did, and I don't know if this is a bad thing, but I, I always used it as a good thing, and it wasn't meant to harm my high school kids at all, but I tell them a little you know, a little fib about something, whether it was uh, about the team we were playing or something that they just needed to hear. You know, I, 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 I lied to them, I guess. Um, one example was we were, we were playing a team in a district, a district game and districts is like before you get to state. So we were in a you know pretty good playoff game. We were down, I don't know, 15 at the half. We weren't playing very well. And we were playing against a good team. I thought we were the better team. We just weren't playing very good. I told the locker room that, hey, this team just lost a 15-point lead last week to an inferior team. A credit to me or a discredit to my players, but that wasn't true. But they believed it. Their, their, eyes, their eyes lit up, and we went back out. We ended up losing the game in overtime, but, um, you know, it, it did what it was supposed to do. So what I'm saying is some of the stuff that I, I did that in high school, I don't know if you can get away with that in college. You kind of you can't really man, word manip, manipulate has like a negative connotation, but when you're dealing with young people and you've got good things in your heart, you know you can kind of do things this way. Uh, you know, in college, you, the, the coaching piece, um, kind of handling them, if you will, um, it, 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 it you're, the it, it's not going to get you that far in college. At the high school level, they'll handle kind of the the play calling and the pace and the control of the game from the bench or practice, you know what I mean? I like kind of have their influence or their stamp on it. Where when it gets to college, you prep them as best you can. And, and then they got to go, you know, they got to go do it. And uh, some of the adjustments might only uh, move the needle a little bit. And hopefully that's enough in college, but high school, you had a lot more impact. Um, in high school, you're dealing with 18 year old kids. And I told my kids that a lot. I said, these kids, these kids are the same age as you. They're 17 years old. They're capable of playing just as bad as we just did, you know, for a half. So, um, you know, in, in college, there's, there's just not that – that element doesn't exist. Um, sure, you can come back from a big, big deficit, but uh, few and far between. So I think, I think just kind of 
how you handle and, and, and what buttons you push in college are just going to be a little bit different, a little bit harder uh, to kind of orchestrate things that way, if that makes sense. Uh, that's great. And uh, anything that you guys are doing right now during your preseason, I know it's definitely a challenging time, but sounds like you're doing some things to build relationships with your players or any visions you have for this preseason. Yeah. We, so, I mean, I guess uh, our preseason probably started, uh, I'd say, late summer, uh, probably even kind of the middle of the summer. And uh, we just started chopping away from, from that point forward. We, you know, with the climate that we're going through, um, you know, we had guest speakers on and guys, ex-coaches, community leaders, and we just we started hitting them with that kind of stuff because we couldn't really do a whole lot then. That carried over into kind of where we are now, um, and it's a lot of it's the same. Um, we're talking about it's a lot of, a lot of team meetings talking about you know controlling what you can control, um, you know understanding that th- th- this you know we like to think that this is a, a temporary thing. So when when we do get a chance to kind of get back to doing some normal basketball stuff that we're we're as ready as we can be to that point. Um, and now kind of right now where we are today, uh, we're middle of September, um, you know, starting school up. And, you know, we've, we've had an opportunity to get on the court a little bit and then one-on-one settings. So we're just trying to do everything we can off the court and call it administratively if you want to have our guys ready when we can get on the court and start working very specific basketball things. So that's scheduling, you know, small group trainings, weight room, um, and then also staying aware of kind of the social, um, you know, kind of the social justice climate that we're, we're, we're going through as a country also. And just kind of being aware of, you know, where all of our guys are at mentally too. Um, everybody wants to be on the basketball floor, but everybody's going through this, you know, pandemic and the social injustice climate. Everybody's going through this stuff uh, differently in their own way. Um, so, you know, we, as, as, as coaches, uh, we need to be aware of that. And our, our head coach has done, a, I think, done a, an amazing job um, given the circumstances we're under. He's, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm just a, you know, assistant coach. i got you know, very little um, responsibilities when it comes to making some of those kinds of calls. But he's done a great job of um, really using this time to, find a way to get better, even if we're not, you know, on the court getting better. Um, I do think that we've gotten better as a, as a team, you know, togetherness um, and talking about some very, you know, things. Um, And I I do think that will carry over onto the court. You know, having, you know, it's, it's kind of goes back to that, you know, retreat, you know, I'm sure lots of teams do those retreats or, you know, those getaways, and those are so big to get your season off on the right foot. So uh, ours has just been kind of a longer uh, preseason, if you will. Um, when we do get back on the floor, I think the stuff that we've done over the last few months will serve us moving forward. Challenging times for us all, regardless of what level we're coaching at. But those who adapt will survive. And it sounds like sure. you guys are doing the right things at Seattle Pacific. My last question for you before we wrap things up is 
you're a basketball junkie. We learned that right away with Phil for the game. And uh, How are you trying to grow your game as a coach? What are some things you're looking at right now? Like, are you watching a lot of NBA playoffs? Or what, what are some things you're challenging yourself to get better at? Um, well, I've spent a lot of time watching our, our this past season. Um, we've obviously had, all had a lot of times on our hands, a lot of time on our hands over the last few months. Um, things are loosening up over here a little bit. So, I mean, things are kind of getting back to normal where, you know, you're leaving your house and that sort of thing. So, uh, but, you know, a few months ago when we were all kind of sitting in front of our computers, um, yeah, I just, I just started, I mean, I found, I found you guys, you guys posted some interesting content and then I basically looked at your guys' Twitter page every day for the last, you know, four months now. So just, you know, you take a topic, you, you see, and then you, then you go dig into it a little bit, a little bit further. Um, but I spent a lot of time watching us play. Um, it, you know, it's, it's the season goes by so fast. Um, and it's so easy to just, Hey, we won, you know, good job. Let's, let's go to the next game. But, um, you know, going back and watching, you, you just, you spend so much time looking, you win the game, but you spend so much time looking at the stuff you can get better at. And I just think that's, kind of the it's a blessing to be able to coach and do what we do but it's also the curse as being a coach is you're just never going to be satisfied so um you kind of have to kind of navigate that as as a coach um i have watched um nba i usually don't watch i i I don't watch the nba in syndication it's too hard for me to to actually watch the game how i want to watch it so i i tend to dvr the nba games and then watch them on my own so I can just watch the full game and skip through all the commercials, all the stops, all the breaks. Uh, there's NBA is just like, it's, it's awesome basketball. It's amazing. Um, I'll never be as good as all those coaches, all that stuff, but there's so much drama that happens inside the NBA game that it's just hard for me to focus on the game. So that's one way I look at, that's one way I watch the NBA. Actually, that's how I watch the NBA. Um, and again, in, you know, COVID times, um, it's easy to do that because we're not as busy as we normally would be. Um, and also when the games are a normal NBA season, you know, the games are happening at 5 PM on a, you know, Thursday night and you might not have time to get home and get the DVR. I've had a little more time to kind of plan that little scenario out. But I think the, I mean, honestly, the, and this is kind of like an age old, uh, truth with with coaches is uh, the best to learn stuff is to watch other coaches do it and you know I don't like the word steal because steal seems like you're uh, you're taking your own thing we just borrow um, I borrow a ton from coaches um, I think everybody does and it's healthy it's good for the game I tell you what the one one I, I have a Tough. I'll say this: if I'm if I'm really looking to watch some like basketball, I'll hop on Synergy and pull up some film of like Creighton and watch them play. Um, they they they're one of the better offensive teams, I think. At least some of the stuff that they do. Um, Northern Iowa runs a really good hand game, kind of a five out game. So if I'm looking to like learn something new, I'll I'll pop on Synergy and watch a team play, but. Um, I think it's just the, the access to coaches, whether it's platforms like yourselves, 
or synergy or just getting on Twitter and watching somebody post up some post some plays and breakdowns and then jotting some notes down. Um, you know, those those are some of the things I've done that that and also watching watching our season back and kind of looking at some stuff that maybe we can get better at for next year. Uh, I like how you said steal versus borrow. That's a good way to put it. Uh, we're not necessarily thieves, but we're borrowers. And yeah, uh, <laughs> that well, sounds I'm, a little I, better for us. When I, when I would coach high school and I borrowed something, I usually called the play something that related to the person that I borrowed from. So yep. I had a, a friend who coached high school basketball, a really smart guy. And I don't want to bore you with the, the drop of it, but it was a really cool play. And I named the play the coach's last name um, because, I mean, I thought that was fair that, you know, he, he didn't know I called it his last name. But that's, you know, at least that's the least I could do, um, you know, that I took his took his play. And we, we scored a couple buckets on the play. It's a really – maybe I'll send you – maybe I'll tweet you a video or I'll, I'll, I'll text you a video of it or something. You can laugh at it. There we go. Give credit where credit's due, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Well, Coach Fazio, you're a one percent guy. That's who we target with feel for the game. Those guys Appreciate who are just that. yeah, you're just obsessed with the game and we could tell right away over quarantine that you're one of those guys. We've enjoyed connecting with you through Zoom calls, Twitter conversations, text messages, and uh really just best of luck to you and your program as we hope to get things back to normal here soon. So coach, thanks again for your time. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, my pleasure. Um, looking forward to seeing what you guys put out next on your platform. Good luck to your guys' high school season, too. You guys are probably getting ready to do some fall ball or something here uh, pretty quick, I imagine. Yeah, we're we're all anxious to get back going. So wish you the best of luck, and uh, let's stay in touch, Coach. Same to you guys. Yep, all sounds right. good. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Feel for the Game podcast. Be sure to check out feelforthegame.com for more coaching resources. Now go impact somebody else today.